on a day that is going to feature a lot of disruption, maybe some strife. Uh, certainly protests are expected to begin at constituency offices of MPPs and at Queen's Park as of about 8 o'clock this morning. And judging by some of the calls we've taken and some of the messages I've received, lots of people who you know, would not normally attend a protest like that or planning on going, including some parents. Maureen Holloway is here, broadcaster, podcaster. She and Wendy Mesley have a podcast called Women of Ill Repute, and Maureen joins us on Friday. Nice to have you. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. It is foggy out there. It's just as foggy as yesterday, if not more so. I know. Don't you look out the window and start hearing tubular bells in your head? Well, it's very specific, <laughs> but uh, sure, <laughs> The Exorcist, absolutely. Yeah, well, when I stepped outside yesterday, I actually took a picture, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter, but it was totally yes. The Exorcist, and then a listener actually sketched in the silhouette this of the priest. of the priest, yeah. nice. Okay. Nice. So, <laughs> we've got the protests going on today, I don't know if you want to weigh in on... Sure, yeah. I mean, well, I, I, it's, it's very divisive, but... I, you know, I'm I'm a left winger. I'm I like to stand on the kitchen table with a sign that says union. Ever since I saw Norma Norma Ray, um, so I tend to be sympathetic uh, to the working man. And honestly, they haven't had um, a, a significant wage increase in forever. I think I read this morning that the average education worker makes under forty thousand a year. And in Toronto, after rent, that doesn't leave you any money for groceries. Yes, it's highly disruptive. It's it's terrible for parents. Kids haven't had a full year of school in, in three years. But, I mean, there's never a good time to strike. The whole point is to strike when it's probably least convenient for people to, to draw attention. So, I mean, I see everybody's perspective. Um, but I, I guess at the end of the day, I, I stand with QB. Uh, today's the day where apparently half the staff at Twitter are going to get their... Uh -huh. the, I love the expression they use in England. They say, made redundant, which is just yes. cruel. Yes. <laughs> yet they use... I have a friend of mine who was just made redundant. And she, was, she was very happy about it. <laughs> well, we were talking, I think, yesterday on the show that the new expression is go forward or do not go forward. And so, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Anyway, um, the the more it's bad though. Yeah. The e Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter. Now you love Twitter and you're very busy on Twitter and and I wonder what's going to happen. Uh, the blue check mark. Now I do want to talk about that because yeah. I have one and you don't, and mm -hmm. I have one and you don't. Uh, <laughs> and 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 you don't you don't care. But the the Twitter marks, the verified marks, serve a purpose. Um, I'm thinking particularly with a name like John Moore, uh, you could easily be mistaken for someone else or someone else could easily pretend to be you. And the whole verification thing is to is to deal with the bots and the imposters and, and just to let people know if they're following you that you are the real deal. Um, and you shouldn't have to pay for them. Right. That's, that, that's turning it into some sort of weird status symbol. Um, and it seems to me that everything that Elon is doing with Twitter since he's taken it over is wrong. And it's like uh, all these people are saying, well, I'm leaving. Well, you'll have to leave with all your followers for it to be effective. And where are you going to go? I mean, there are alternatives. There's, you know, there's Reddit and Tumblr. And, and if you're a writer, Substack chat, which, which has just come out, um, or TikTok. Um, there's something called Mastodon as well. So really? there are all, but if, yes, there is. But unless you can get all your followers and you have a, you have a whole whack of them, it's not going to, I mean, there's nowhere to go. You all, yeah. we all have to go. Well, I actually applied for the blue check some time ago, but there was this period of time where they weren't 
handing it out, and then I just what? never got around to it. Yeah, what? I forget what it was. They they put a hold on you know. They were, at the moment, we're not considering red, you know blue what? checks. Yeah. <laughs> you so, you're so deserving. I I think it's a bit like um, what's the card you need to travel uh, to the states? Oh, Nexus uh, card. Ne- Nexus card. Yeah, I know you have one and I don't. So I guess at the end of the day, we're we're even. I've been told actually by other Nexus card holders that I should not sing the praises of Nexus as much as I do because everyone's going to want one. But oh. I mean, even domestically, when I'm flying, you know, Air Canada to Montreal, I get to the front of the line with yeah. a Nexus card. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I was, I was. My interview was the day that the pandemic shut everything down. So. That's where I'm at on that. There you go. Well, my interview, it's an American and a Canadian who interview you. And I went through the American and I was expecting, and I've talked to the listeners about this before, my uh, criminal conviction to come up. And he didn't ask the right questions, so it didn't come up. And then I turned to you the have Canadian. A criminal, what, what? You have a criminal conviction? Well, drunk and disorderly. <laughs> really? I have known you for 25 years. I this. did not know that. John Moore. Well, I never. Well, I never. <laughs> But I got to the Canadian, and he said, my wife loves your show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're in. That's always nice, isn't it? Yeah. So we discovered this morning, Nick Cannon is having Put it away, Nick. Put it away. (laughs) You know, we have talked about this before because it's happened before. I mean, even since I've been doing this this bit with you on Friday, I think he's had three babies uh, in the the year of four in this year alone. And, you know, I mean, if he's got the money and there are women that are more than willing to have his children, and I suppose there's no reason not to, but it does seem to imply some huge need on his part to have 11 children with what four or five women in in as many years yeah really well need or neglect i mean there is a way to make this not happen well really (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know it just i really i i i i I hesitate to venture to be too judgy i mean i find the baldwin's a little weird too um with again seven children under the age of six yeah um I mean, sure, smoke them if you got them, have them if you can, if you can love them and afford to bring them up. But it does seem like there does seem to be a, a, a gaping need that uh, that that these people are attempting to to answer. But I don't know. What okay. do I know? Well, and something on your list this morning was about changing families' names, and yeah, your son well, that, just got married. Did uh, yes. did the new daughter-in-law Jamie, change her name? No, she did not. And uh, but she was thinking of it, and it would have been weird because I didn't change my name, and I, I don't think. I mean, you do what you want to do, but I, I think, wouldn't it be great if women kept their names and men kept their names, and then you'd have these matrilineal and patrilineal name, uh, uh, lines? And John and I agreed when we had kids that if they were boys, they would take his name, and if they were girls, they would take my name. And we had boys, so they took his name. Although Asta, our dog, <laughs> whom you recall, yes. uh, she was a female, and so at the vet, she was known as Asta Holloway, so I got that. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Super. So when Aiden and Jamie got married, she she didn't take his name. If she had, she would have been Mrs. Malavy, and I wouldn't have been. So it would have been a little odd. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think you know, I think it would be great if everybody just hung on to their name, and uh, and and went with it. Well, then my brother went and created a joint name with well, his wife, but then they yeah. split up. 
Oh, it's so just hang on to your name. It's the simplest solution. Yeah, well, and get a blue check on it. And get a blue check. <laughs> there we go. But don't pay back. for it. <laughs> Mo, you have a wonderful weekend. You too. I'll you call too. you later to talk about the criminal conviction. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's Maureen Holloway. And yeah, we've been friends for about 30 years. And I thought everybody knew. And it's not even necessarily a criminal conviction. It's why I got away with it at the interview. It's, uh, it's done by summary conviction, and you can have it purged.